Yo, what's up, Miles? Oh, oh, hey, Brian. Oh, hey. Uh, you know, real quick, mm. I just want to yeah. thank everybody and say that I think I want to nominate this award to uh, my reformed Christian priest, Jim Ryan. Uh, thank you. Good night. And, and, and Jim Ryan accepts the award. Uh, so uh, if everyone has 20 to 35 minutes free, I'm sure he has a few words for us. Ready to do that. Um, damn, dude, uh, we, we've got, we've got a lot of shit to talk about today and, and, and this whole pre-show thing isn't going so well. So I say, <laughs> I say, let's start what the show. About? Let's do it, man. Let's do it. This is PSVR Gamescast Live. We film live every single Monday, West Day, and Two Wise Friday. Everyone's gonna have a day, Miles. Everyone's gonna have a day. We couldn't just couldn't just you know have one day where it wasn't ridiculous. Every day is gonna be ridiculous. Uh, we do it live right here on YouTube, 6 p.m. Eastern, for your viewing pleasure. And then Jamie Al gets this thing up. Loaded on podcast services of your choice. Yes, that includes Spotify. If you're wondering why you didn't know this was on Spotify, we were also wondering why you didn't know this was on Spotify. Podcast services of your choice, including Spotify, uh, for your, that's right, oral pleasure. My name is Brian Paul from the channel right here, PSVR without Pearl. And the gentleman to my right, all the way on the other side of the pond, looking fresh out of the shower, still, some might say, Potentially still in the shower. I think you're you're still dripping wet, Miles. <laughs> <laughs> I should have got a hairdryer. No, yeah, I mean, I, I, I literally it was five minutes to go. I actually, I actually text Brian at ten two, going, "I'll be five minutes." As I was getting in the shower, and I thought this is going to be, uh, yeah, uh, a photo finish. But um, obviously, that would be inappropriate. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Brian, look, it's uh, been one hell of a week. I mean, you do Monday, Wednesday, and Friday Gamescast Live. Great to see all you game cats here. Love you all. But yesterday, being Thursday, it was the Game Awards. And then when was Upload VR? Was that, that was on Wednesday as well, though. So you did actually not do anything on Tuesday. So Tuesday was the, the, the day off. <laughs> but you just had double shows on Wednesday. That's right. Uh, and you, uh, you did something special, man. Uh, so whereas a lot of us just sat home and watched the Game Awards, uh, I sat here and streamed it for uh, a bunch of awesome GameCats who decided to watch it with us instead of watching it over on the official channels. Um, you you went above and beyond, man. You did something different. Tell me about that. Yeah, so, um, I mean, look, I have to give credit to my good friend Luke Wright. He was the co-singer in my band schemata theory x-band now um he managed to get tickets for the game awards london hmm. uh jeff Keeley, i believe uh, a few weeks ago or a couple of weeks ago tweeted saying uh this year we're having a special event in london uh the game awards will be uh broadcast live at the imax at the bfi which is in central london in waterloo um you could apply for tickets and then do a plus one uh, and it was done on a raffle basis. And uh, it does mean, here in the UK, it was starting at 12.30 a.m. So technically, it was today. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and then it finished after a few long speeches. Uh, we left at 4 a.m. 
Um, and I have to say, I was really worried this week because I've been quite unwell earlier in the week, just came down with a cold and stuff. And then also I had a really busy work day and, you know, you finished work. I finished work at like seven o'clock, had to get in town, my local town for like 8 p.m. Then we drove in, got some food, getting ready and stuff uh, for it at midnight. And there's a question of like, yeah, am I going to be able to stay awake for this? Normally I'm at the comfort of my own home that if I'm struggling, I can just tune in. And also it's nice to be a part of a live chat. Um, and I did have you guys loaded up on my phone for a little bit, but then obviously as it started, I was just watching it on the big screen and I am so glad I went. It was amazing. And I would love to go again next year. Um, and I would recommend anyone who has an opportunity to do it because, you know, jokingly, the closest you're going to get to seeing flat screen games, uh, in a VR experience is on the IMAX. It's so massive. And before the show actually started, they had their own commercials. They were playing gameplay for, for Spoken and also Dead Space. And, uh, I, I tweeted about it, uh, with Dead Space, seeing that on the IMAX, like with how claustrophobic it is with that third person view over the shoulder. Man, the, the the Dead Space remake just looked incredible. And I joked saying, uh, well, no, I, I mentioned it with IMAX tagged and uh, Emotive Studios. Um, and uh, they both got back to me and I said, oh, IMAX, when I get my copy for my PS5, can I bring it along to your screen and you let me plug it in and play it that way? And they said, we'll see. Which obviously is jokingly, but I'm going to really put some pressure on them for that because the idea of playing Dead Space on a big screen like that would be an amazing experience. But, you know, we can dream. But if not, I guess you just play it with a VR headset on. And what do you think, Brian? I know we're going to talk about the Game Awards, but I am going to go a bit off-piste here. Surprise, surprise. Do you think that playing flat-screen games on PSVR 2 is actually going to be an amazing experience because of the high fidelity? No. No, you don't think. <laughs> no, I mean there, there's there's a whole segment of cats out there who fucking love playing flat screen games in their headset using the cinema mode. Um, I tried that a few times. Um, there were games that supported uh, 3D TVs that were like, oh, let's check to see if these work in 3D with stereo. You know, I mean, here we are with the stereoscopic uh, HMD. Why why the fuck wouldn't they? And they didn't. Uh, so so here I am wondering like, why would I? want to do that right like i don't know man like the, there's there's a certain level of friction for vr and so if i'm playing something that doesn't require vr then i want to put my feet up on my couch put my blanket around me and, and play with a dual shock uh, or dual sense and, and then also be completely distracted by playing on my phone the whole time um yeah I'm, i have zero desire for that uh i don't, I don't think it's going to be i don't think it's going to be anything anything special fair enough yeah but the the Game Awards, how did you find it, Brian? Fine. It was, Fine. It was long, man. Okay, so this is my well, my only problem with the Game Awards. It was going to be shorter this year. It was going to be shorter this year. Yeah, supposedly. And then there was a complication. My only problem with the Game Awards, Miles, uh, like I don't have a problem with giving away awards on the Game Awards. I don't have a problem with premieres. I honestly don't even have that much of a problem with like the orchestras and, and all of the ridiculousness that goes on like al pacino being one of the presenters like that's so irrelevant like al pacino gets on stage and goes i just want to let you guys know that i, I don't play video games and we're like well then you now for a second i was like well maybe there's a reason you're here and you just clarified that there's not <laughs> right so i i think i think if the game awards was 
two hours long instead of three and a half or whatever it was, if they, if they just shortened everything, truncated everything and just kind of zip, 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 zip through it, um, it would have been really exciting because there were a lot of reveals and a lot of cool things last night. But, but unfortunately, it was all sort of marred by the experience of having to just kind of slog through it, man. You know? So, so Jeff Keeley was asking, as he always does, how would you grade it from A? It was four options on Twitter. A, B, C, or D or below. I would give it a strong B. And for me, I think it's definitely gone the step in the right direction. I think it was much better paced. Um, but I do think what makes something A grade is also to do with your own personal preference with games. Um, there was a lot of great reveals on it. Um, I've never played the original Hades, so I didn't really have a huge, strong connection to the sequel, but I can totally see why it blew people's minds. Yeah. I actually loved Death Stranding. Um, Death Stranding 2, it looked great, but the reason Death Stranding was so amazing when it was first announced, the the original, was because we didn't know what it was, and there was all this really cryptic stuff of what do these videos mean. Right. We kind of know what Death Stranding is now. Yes, okay, we don't know what this sequel is going to be, but I kind of... Um, it just didn't really blow me away. Um, but the thing that I did find quite remarkable, and even more so afterwards, uh, for, a, for a reason I'll give it a, in, in a moment, was this was an incredibly PlayStation-heavy showcase. Yeah. Con- not just because the fact that Xbox... I think one of the only Xbox things I really saw was one of the commercials, which was like a, a highlights reels of all these, you know, Stalker and... Um, um starfield all these games you know um xbox was hardly there but the thing that made me realize it even more afterwards was our live stream in the imax didn't start until after they had shown call of the mountain they'd done a promo for call of the mountain and uh returnal coming to pc so seeing like the last of us part one coming to pc um there was a lot of other pieces uh throughout which were incredible and very playstation heavy um some people have argued that it could have been confused as being a, a playstation showcase obviously not quite there but for a game awards and especially when we think of how protective playstation is with we might just give them a few things here or there they were really dominant and um i thought we'd get one psvr2 title i know we're going to be talking uh, about them today um but the um Bayamoth uh, trailer was um was fantastic i'm sorry and, i'm uh, sorry british person sitting across from me how did you pronounce the name of that game behemoth 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 brian I it won't happen again i didn't know if this was like a garage situation no all right <laughs> listen we got we got some cats in the chat with uh, their own uh, opinions uh, which are way more valid than mine usually but i'm the game cat right now with the 60 euros thank you very much for your support uh my friend my love He's never given me money again. Now they called them my love. Uh, he says, you're, you're all wrong because you are on the internet and chat GPT explained me. Internet people are usually <laughs> wrong. I don't disagree with that, Bel Ramio. Internet people are usually wrong. I'm wrong frequently. Uh, we're internet people, Miles. Also, Game Awards sucked. All I wanted was Final Fantasy 16 release date, and they made me wait and sit through seven. She, he wrote four, but it felt like seven hours of advertising. I mean, well, yeah, like Final Fantasy 16 was another big reveal. We knew um, the creator was coming, uh, and that's great. Um, but it wasn't like a brand new reveal. Like Death Stranding 2, we kind of knew it was in the, you know, in in the works. The other 
title he's working on, assuming it's going to be this horror game, that would have been really interesting to yep. see. Um, something like Metal Gear Solid remake, you know, all these kind of things that would have been but great. It, but the reveals were great, though. I thought that they actually had showed a lot of good stuff. Well, I remember last year mm. being really disappointed and saying, "Who cares? More mobile, more this, more that." Like it was just a lot of stuff that I couldn't care less about, and I think most of our uh, most of our community didn't care about either. This year, as far as as far as good flat screen games, I thought they showed off quite a bit of stuff, dude. I I, I really I I don't think I could be any more excited to play um, Judas. The new game by Ghost Story Games, who, uh, who who are the team from Irrational that made Bioshock, that looks like a spiritual successor to Bioshock. Like I am so excited to play Judas because not only do I know, not only right. does the trailer look amazing, but I know the pedigree behind it. I know the people behind yeah. it that made Bioshock the game that inspired this game. They made that game. Like Ken Levine is heading up the studio, and so it's. I'm dude. I couldn't be any more excited about that unless they said, "Oh, also playable on PlayStation VR 2. and then I would just fucking die of a heart attack long before I get a good chance to ever play it. Right? That would be the best situation I could possibly imagine. But that was just one of many reveals. I thought Death Stranding two looked great. I've never played Death Stranding one, but you know, I know everyone's excited about it. There's a lot of good stuff last night. It's yep. just the pacing was just so painful for me that I was like, just just speed it up, man. Just speed it up, and we'll I think we'll all enjoy it a whole lot more. I would give it an A if 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 they had just sped the whole thing up to about two hours. Yeah, yeah. I, I I thought the pacing was a lot better, um, and and it, it could be improved, and I think it will improve it's year improving. on year. Um, I agree. Um, but I also think the pacing was off because Jeff Keighley was worried about all the. <laughs> the steam decks they were having to hand out after that nine minute speech. Uh, and you could tell he was racing it. And so that made it a bit iffy. There was also issues with the teleprompter where people couldn't even read the teleprompter. Well, I mean, Al Pacino, um, so there was, I think just forgot his glasses. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, there was a few other people that struggled as uh, well to be, well, which might be because they forgot their glasses <laughs> as well. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, no. So like overall, I thought it was an excellent, um, event i actually like the fact they do some awards and then there's some of them they do in the quick way yeah this is what it is it is an award show um and uh yeah um excellent yeah uh, a couple more uh, opinions in the chat on this kind of stuff we got josh cat with the five dollar tip he says we are talking too long about the game awards it's f grade not enough vr done uh, sort of agree with you. We're going to have to move on to the actual things that were, were, were discussed. Uh, Looper, the underground game cat with the five euros says, I think three VR games they featured yesterday will be the main contenders for VR game of the year, 2023. That's very interesting. Um, he thinks Ghostbusters, Horizon, and Behemoth, Behemoth, will be uh, the game of the year contenders. Interesting. Stikes, the VRF, VRAF game cat rare with the five euros says, the game awards even got a mention in the German news radio, which are always super serious. They mentioned some winners and called them the gaming Oscars. The gaming Oscars, Miles. That's pretty serious shit. Probably because Al Pacino was there. <laughs> they were like, we've we, yeah, we got to cover this shit. Right, yeah. And you're right. What was his relevance uh, specifically? Yeah. But if they can get, I, I know what you mean, but I, I do think that if this is a transitional thing to just get things more mainstream, then do it, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's fine. It's it's just, it's just so awkward. Everybody was like, Oh, are you, are you in a game? Did you do voiceovers for something? Right. Did you do? Mo no, no, no. We just, there. I'd love because, it if he actually, yeah, I'd love Jeff it if he actually, I'd love it if he actually is in a new game, but he just forgot to mention it. <laughs> there was so much else going on. They just, Oh yeah, like Jeff Keighley today is going. Oh, by the way, we were supposed to announce he is actually uh, 
you know, in 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 the Witcher sequel, you yeah. know, for whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's answer the question at hand though, Miles. Uh, Josh seventy six over on Viewer Takeover. If you don't already, if you don't already join our Discord, that's not how you say that. If you're not already a member of our Discord, uh, make sure you click the link in the description below. And if you want to get one of your questions on the show, the easiest way to do it, just put it in Viewer Takeover, um, and uh, that's that's how you do that. Real simple stuff. Uh, Josh76, with a viewer takeover question, wrote, Why didn't PSVR 2 have more presence, with the exception of Horizon Call of the Mountain, at the Game Awards? Uh, it's it's funny, right? So many people were saw the Behemoth trailer and, and hadn't really been keeping up and didn't know it was also a PSVR 2 title. Uh, and so they were like, oh, oh, it's a quest game, right? And uh, That was my first reaction. I was sat next to my friend Luke, and as soon as it went to the end, I thought, surely that's going to be PSVR 2, and it wasn't listed anywhere. Um, a lot of them did have at the tail end just Meta Quest. So have have Meta just done some kind of deal uh, with yeah. all of them saying, yes, yeah, you know. Yes, Meta, Meta, Meta threw some money around and to make yeah. sure that those trailers for Ghostbusters and uh, and for Behemoth were were branded with the Quest intro and the Quest logo at the end. That That's the easy answer, right? Quest threw some money out here. And so... And so to have Call of the Mountain being the only representative, the only true representative of PlayStation VR 2 at the Game Awards last night was a little bit disappointing, right? Because here we are two months away from the launch of PSVR 2. Like, Quest 2 is, like, tired, man. Like, people are getting – like, even even big fans of Quest 2 are getting tired of it, being like, okay, it's time to move on. We need something We need something a little bit more impressive here, right? So a lot of people are excited about PSVR 2 for that reason. And so it's <laughs> – when when does the marketing begin? If if not last night, we're we're two months away. This would have been the perfect time to kick it off. Obviously, Sony's got their own plans, uh, and I'm sure there's people out there who have been listening to me say Sony's got their own plans because I'm just trying to use common sense, but without any actual knowledge of it. So there's people out there going, "Yeah, Brian, you've been saying that for a year," and, like, and so at what point? At what point am I am I just going to be wrong that Sony doesn't have their own plans, right? Do we have to wait until next month to to give PlayStation Five its second holiday season and then fucking hit the ground running with PSVR two in January, ramping up for for the launch only a month later? It would have been a PlayStation showcase had those had PSVR two slapped on them as well, though, right? Because it doesn't really leave much else without. So maybe they were like, "All right, PlayStation, yeah, we're gonna have to give it some space to someone else." I mean. I sort of joke that, but then actually that probably is some consideration that's made. You know, Jeff Keighley is there to keep all aspects of the gaming companies happy, especially at a time when we're seeing these legal battles taking place. I mean, I think it was yesterday that the FCT is suing Xbox or Microsoft because of the Activision um, acquisition that they're trying to undertake. Um, I mean, not it was it was a bit of a weird day in the gaming industry because you had that. And then also, I follow a lot of people that are from IGN. Um, IGN had a lot of people laid off yep. yesterday. It's sad. Of all day, of all days to do it, um, absolutely devastating. Um, uh, you know, um, so yeah, it was a bit of a weird day yesterday. So, you know, the role of Jeff Keighley is, and some people say, oh, it just means you've got to be a suck up to everyone. It's like, no, it is a celebration of the gaming industry. I think the first time I ever watched the Game Awards was the year when they had Sean Layden, um, um, they, they they had PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo representatives on stage together, all three of them, and they said a piece about the importance of coming together for gaming. 
I can't remember the last time I'd ever seen that happen, and it was a really special event. I thought yeah. this is a great celebration of gaming and coming together. So um, that might come into play as well. I don't know, Miles. I don't know. <laughs> um, definitely going to uh, definitely be keeping a close eye on whatever Sony does. Uh, you know, they have, they've obviously the only thing we've actually heard from them about more about PSVO two is that they'll be announcing the launch lineup on the PlayStation blog soon. Yes, um, yeah. And so, uh, so hopefully they do that this month. Uh, so if they are waiting until January, if they're waiting until after the holidays to to really kick off the PSVR two stuff, just at least give us the PlayStation blog post this month. Let us know what's coming. Uh, so people who I don't know if you got I don't know if you saw Miles, you can download just pre order a PlayStation VR 2 headset on direct.playstation.com. Like, you don't need an invitation anymore. Uh, it's official. I think it's been like this for about two days, but it was, like, kind of slowly opening up to other regions. Um, yeah, same in the UK. I got, I got my friend Johnny the link. He's tried it tonight, and it it says something's gone wrong. There's an error message, so he can't seem to get it to work. I don't know if anyone in the UK in the chat has been able to pre-order in the last day or two. Um, I just told him to try again tomorrow. Maybe it's because they've got high traffic and things like that. But, yeah exciting yeah democratization everyone now has the option within those regions to log on and uh, get your pre-order in which i had some sense that was going to be the case eventually didn't want to say it because you know well, yeah. it seems very strict to begin with but i'm really glad they've opened it up yeah you know i mean we, yeah we don't want to steer people wrong man so uh while while it seemed logical that's the last thing we would yeah. want to do um all right, man. Uh, so let's one more tip. We got Bell Ramey, the game cat, rare with a six dollar tip. Says, be careful, or Al Pacino introduces you to his little friend. I would be very careful. Uh, Miles, let's let's quickly go over the uh, the three trailers that we saw yesterday. Um, I would I would venture to say two of them were teasers. Uh, one of only one of them was tr- was a trailer. So let's start with uh, let's start with the the big boy. Uh, I'm going to go switch over to full screen here, and we can uh, we can play this horizon call of the mountain teaser that we got um while i'm bringing it up though it, it was nice it was nice you you, di- you didn't see this right you said the, the the show didn't start for you until after this be- after this uh yeah this part of the pre-show or what was this uh i mean i don't know if this i think this might have come on before the show yeah it might have been a couple or maybe they started with a couple ads it's always difficult to know because depending on where you're watching the stream people have their own preambles don't they yeah um but yeah yeah. Um, I'm watching it now though, and uh, 39 awesome seconds news. long, and this is the wrong one. Let me try this again. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna crash. Oh, is this the wrong one? Because I'm looking at the Game Awards teaser trailer, so that wasn't it. No, that was from 22 hours ago. No, no, you got you got you got the right one from 22 hours ago. I got the wrong one. Um, and so yeah, so what it shows you for the first time, I don't think. I don't believe I could be wrong. I don't know if the the original trailer showed off any of the snowier areas. It was all sort of the same kind of like rocky, deserty kind of areas. Um, and, uh, and and this this seems primarily focused on combat, which it, which I know is a big concern for a lot of people. Uh, and so it, unless yes. this teaser is steering us wrong, uh, most of the combat scenes show more than one machine that you're fighting. Um, in fact, there were three in in one of the last arenas that they they showed off. So I'm I'm wondering if this was sort of just like a subtle thing to be like don't worry combat's more exciting than just spinning around circles like right exactly that has been the concern of fighting one at a time you know it's it's that whole thing of being in a controlled situation you know what makes gaming an immersive experience is the feeling of freedom of being able to 
be in control of your destiny of what you do in that combat situation, not I'm just doing a sequence that's been laid out before me. So this trailer definitely gives that sense that there are situations. Although the cynic could say, oh, that bit where there's multiple uh, enemies, that could be just a part of the animation. You're still fighting one at a time, but then yeah. another one runs past and sort of waits on the side cheering cheering the fight on <laughs> yeah i mean <laughs> the side we, we've actually seen that in you know in older be- like brawlers and stuff beat em ups like where it's like you know even though there were multiple characters on screen only one would kind of you know uh sort of come up to you at a time so it's possible a- anything is possible um i will say in, in the one in the snow that uh that just passed as i was doing this doesn't help anybody i swear um was uh it, it did you were aiming the the player was aiming at one of them and then another one came up on the right uh, and, and, right. and it looked like, okay, now this is your primary concern. It's like, don't worry about the one you were just aiming at, like switch your focus. Um, mm. so I, I mean, I'm still very, very curious about it. Um, so, uh, this is, this is cool though. It, it was nice that they sort of focused on the enemies on, on combat, uh, and, and showed off some more, the more exciting, uh, things we might experience in this. Um, and Miles, I was the guy who was saying, don't show me any more horizon. I don't need any more horizon. I'm sold. <laughs> Uh, and, and the second they showed me more Horizon, I was like, this is amazing. Thank you so much for showing this to me. Every time. Agreed. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. Which brings And us- actually, yeah. with with Horizon um, uh, Forbidden West, that was the exact same feeling. Every time they were showing more, I was like, just, I'm ready for the game now. But every time they showed more, I was like, I'm really glad they did. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, this, I think this uh, this next one was probably one of the more anticipated uh, trailers that we were waiting for because we uh, had been talking about Ghostbusters Rise of the Ghost Lord for a very long time, Miles, uh, prior to getting any footage. Not only did they announce it was happening and then took a little while and then we got the, the teaser, which wasn't actual gameplay, uh, and then we got some um, some key art uh, in, the, in the full name reveal. And so they've really been trickling this shit out for a while now. Um, and so we were like, just show us the gameplay, man, show us the gameplay. And this, of course, as you just saw, was another one, you know, branded with the meta quest two, uh, introduction and obviously meta quest two graphics. Uh, what, what, what was your impression after seeing this finally saw gameplay? What do you think? Yeah. So this happened during one of the commercial breaks, didn't it? On the game of pause, it was done as a commercial in that It was period. done as um, a commercial. Yeah. Which, yeah. which felt like uh, these are the moments where you kind of almost tune out, right? You're like, oh, this is going to be shit that we've seen before. This isn't going to be a brand new announcement. And, and instead, uh, here it is. This is kind of one of the bigger things we've been waiting for. And it was revealed as a commercial, which was disappointing, I think. Yeah. M- my honest reaction when I saw this and seeing it on a big screen uh, was graphically i was disappointed because obviously the first trailer we had was the sort of um it was it was a cinematic in-game cinematic wasn't it yeah um that had a lot more mood and feeling to it on this i feel like all the the parts of the game it feels well some of the scenes are pretty cool but some of it looks a bit it's very cartoony and the yeah. sort of it's very um it feels like there's a lot of space it doesn't feel like there's a lot of mood and atmosphere which i was expecting however this is on the quest i'm guessing the footage yeah i don't know my 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 feeling is the psvr2 version is going to be superior 
um, <laughs> because they're going to have better hardware. Yeah. And I'm I'm not one of these people that normally goes plays that card because I'm like, no, I think PSVR 2 is going to be great, but I've never been on the Meta Quest and it'll be good for what it is. In this situation, I that was my thought in real time as I was watching it, which is I think this is just Meta Quest. It's, I think it's going to look a lot better on PSVR 2. Not only that, when you wear a headset and you're in the games, it feels a lot different as well. Um, so, you know, and I hate to be critical because I love End Dreams. Um, I'm really excited for this game. I think it's going to be amazing. But that was my honest reaction when I, when I saw it. Well, let's check in with the chat and see their honest reactions. Brandon McLean says, why are people hyped about Ghostbusters? The first one was trash. The first one on Commodore 64 was kind of trash. You're not wrong. Um, also, this isn't made I love by... it on Master System. The Master System Ghostbusters game is amazing. Yeah, and, I, and I'm lying. I fucking love the Commodore 64 one. That I was just making a joke about which one was the first Ghostbusters game. <laughs> Master System was the best version of those, by the way. Um, so you're right. Um, we're, we're hyped... Brandon, because uh, this is the first Ghostbusters game made by End Dreams, and End Dreams has a great pedigree. They've uh, obviously made Fract and um, Shooty Fruity and uh, that kayak game, Phantom VR Ops, whatever the hell the generic name that they used was. Um, covert Ops, Phantom Covert Ops. Is that right? Fuck, I don't know, man. Um, but they but they make great games, right? And that's and that's why we that's why despite everything, that's why despite the slow rollout of information, despite the slow rollout of of you know finally seeing footage and even footage that we're not like terribly excited by, um, it's end dreams. And because it's end dreams, we have we have confidence that they're going to make it fun. Because I'm sure you saw in the chat, uh, Josh Cat <laughs> Josh Cat was in the chat saying, "Let's hope it's fun because it looks terrible." <laughs> This game is one of my top five go-to games with PSVR 2. Um, I'm super excited about this. It's a social co-op multiplayer experience. Um, that's what I love in VR. And Ghostbusters is awesome. And the idea of using proton packs and throwing the trap across the ground yeah. is amazing. I can't wait. There's so much nostalgia here. Um, as, yeah. as a kid, I wanted to be a Ghostbuster. I was like, this has to be a profession I can be one day, right? This has to be a thing. Uh, and uh, and I love the I love the animated series and I love the movies and everything else. Uh, and so and so finally getting to be a Ghostbuster. I mean, we dealt with a lot of crappy Ghostbuster games over the years, even a couple bad ones in VR. Um, the, the Firehouse and uh, whatever the second one was called. Uh, not worth remembering, I promise you that. Um, this is... Hopefully, hopefully they can make my childhood dreams come true. Uh, and just you know, feeling the PKE meter in my hands and and and, and actually uh, holding the proton pack. I guess it'd be more like this as they're as they're explaining. Um, it's going to be great, man. I'm like, it's going to be great just to do that. Now, hopefully, the gameplay delivers, but it's going to fulfill a childhood dream. And uh, and and for me, that that's exciting enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, the gadgets look good. I'm, I'm, I think this they they probably could have named this like you know the the gadget teaser, you know where they where they kind of show off the PKE meter, the trap, and the um, the proton wand. So I'm also jealous of the people that got to be in the commercial with the actual gear on. Amazing. I'm not. That'd have been. I'm not. <laughs> do, do not want to be in this trailer, right? <laughs> but they. The, everybody here, man, there's 256 people that would make fun of us until the end of time, Miles, if we were in this trailer. That's fine. Yeah. But if you got to keep the Ghostbusters outfit. Did they even wear Ghostbusters outfits? Yeah, at the start. That, they, that, like, that guy has a Hawaiian shirt. That girl has a yellow sweater. 
Hawaiian yeah, shirt. Yeah, at the beginning they wear it. Yeah, I mean it goes back to them wearing their other stuff. I'm waiting. It's right. It was right at the start, so you got to probably wait for it to go around again. You know, what I, yeah. you know what I didn't notice, and I should I should have because it's right in our fucking face. Um, <clears throat> is that there are four, uh, four health bars or four health meters or whatever on the ghost that you're attacking, and so this looks like it's really forcing you to, to, to be a team player. It's like all four of you need to take down your part of the ghost. I'm assuming that's what it is. Mm. Uh, you all got to get in there with your proton wands. Grax bro says in the chat, I'd only make fun of you because I would be jealous. Respect for the honesty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I would, I, I would be in the trailer. I would, uh, because I, because I don't care what people think of me. I figured that out a long time ago. Blast cat game for me should have thought about that one before i tried to read it out loud thank you for constantly <laughs> changing your name and keeping me on my toes the five dollar tip says i want a ghostbusters game that looks like the first film this might be fun but it won't but it won't be close to what it should be bleh and i do agree man like in a perfect world i would love a more photorealistic ghostbusters the first film was fantastic it had like that air of actual horror with like comedy thrown in to like sort of lighten the mood but i took that movie seriously when i was young i was scared of it uh, and I, but I had a great time with it too. So, and I, and I, and I do think that Ghostbusters de- deserves a little bit better. Um, but again, I don't want to judge it too harshly because this could be super fun. Ghostbusters two scared the hell out of me as a kid. That that painting that came to life, the, Vigo, the, the Carpathian. Baby. Oh my god! Honestly, I, I remember being absolutely terrified. Yeah, well, he takes it babies. Was, yeah, that, that's a problem. Yeah. Right? Isn't the bit when the baby's going like out the window and along the yeah, the the edge of the that yeah, yep. and then the ghost from the sky with the pram. Yeah, very yeah, very wicked witch of the west stuff. Yep, oh. Miles isn't going to sleep tonight. All right, man. Uh, and then of course that brings us to uh, I I mean this it sounds so dumb to say this it was the most impressive trailer um, but it was also the only one without any gameplay it was all CGI uh, so let's bring up the new trailer from Skydance Interactive for their upcoming game called Behemoth. Uh, the cinematic trailer here it is. Uh, this is this is a Miles for being for showing no actual gameplay. This is an exciting as fuck trailer. Yeah, well, actually, because um, I've started using Twitter a bit more recently, Jeff Keeley did one of these. Are they called Spaces on Twitter where they do like a voice chat and you can listen in and ask questions? And I didn't quite get a chance to. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, but that, the question that I wanted to... still around. <laughs> <laughs> but the question I wanted to ask Jeff, and I d- didn't unfortunately get the chance to, and I will do sometime, yep. is firstly I was going to ask, is he excited for PSVR 2? But the other question I wanted to ask him was, what are his thoughts on the best way for VR games to promote themselves on a show like the Game Awards, you know, on, when people are watching on flat screen? Yep. Um, and this kind of answered a bit of that for me because this doesn't show any in-game. And I, and I think it worked. It's got me excited about it. Like, there's no gameplay, and I'm sold on the style, the tone, and, um, yeah. I mean, watching it again now, it's just, like, awesome. Yeah. Uh, so it shows you that VR games can be marketed like regular games. Um, I think it's because VR being a new format is all that is the sense of a VR game commercial has two jobs. It's to sell the game, but it's also to sell the VR because there's a lot of people that haven't experienced VR yet. It's now going to, and I think it used to happen with computer games as well. It was always 
you know, the, the video game being played by a kid, you know, to show them like this is a kid interacting with the game and they're controlling the character. Well, you press this button, it does that. And now it's just like, no, this is the game. We, we know what it does. And this is showing a maturity in the way that um, VR games are now promoted. And I think that's actually quite a big thing. Yeah. And, and if we're, and if we're taking the CGI, like, obviously I think we all would have preferred like, just show us the fucking game. Right. But we don't know how long, how far along in development it is. We don't know if it's in, if there's any kind of vertical slice that would allow us to see what the finished product is supposed to look like highly doubtful. Right. But what, what I think this is showing us is not only the tone of the game, but also uh, some of the things we'll be doing in the game. Right. So, you know, there's a part where he's like, you know, kind of, holding a torch and, and sort of making his way slowly through a cave. And, and so to, to have that sort of isolated experience, that solitary vibe where you're exploring uh, and then finding these horrific things. Bell Ramey with GameCat in the chat with the 250 uh, says, looks too scary for me. Yeah, and I love the fact that they conveyed that in this CGI mm. trailer, that it's going to be probably creepy, man. It's probably going to be pretty scary. Um, and then there's, so there's going to be human sized enemies that you're taking down. And then here at the end, it's like you get your character looking up and seeing the behemoth, right? And, and you see, um, the, this, this grappling hook where you're, where you're swinging from place to place. So not only is it going to be a traversal mechanic, but it looks like you're also going to be doing some shadow of the classes stuff, actually trying to climb the enemy. Yeah. And the get into, cause that was, that was always amazing. It was always there's this shadow of the classes was this big open world that was crazy and open and empty. Uh, and, and it kind of, so it conveyed this sadness and, and, and loneliness, but then, but then it didn't feel like the level began, if you can call it that until you got to the Colossus that you were fighting. And then the Colossus itself was it's a level within itself. And this, this trailer to me is conveying exactly that saying, this is the game you've been waiting for in VR, Brian. <laughs> like, there's shit to do on your way to the behemoth. And then when you get to the behemoth, it's a big fucking boss event. Yes. We just haven't seen that in VR yet. And, and, and hopefully this trailer is not leading me astray. Right. There were so many IPs that crossed my mind when this trailer started playing out. Like, at the beginning, it's quite Skyrim-esque. Um, and then by the end of it, it was like, yeah, Shadow of the Colossus. And uh, actually... The- Reminded me of the movie Troll Hunter in the middle. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Mm-hmm. I've seen the promos of it, but it had that vibe. And I mean, look, forget the fact it's a it's promoting a game. This trailer as a piece of art looks incredible. Um, it, it, it's just, and again, seeing it on a big screen. And the big screen we were watching was not 4K. This was a live stream feed that was being done on a big screen. Even then, it was still impressive. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, super exciting. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've got uh, people in the chat are, are, are basically with us, uh, but, you know, but understanding the caveat that there is no guarantee. Say Hussein here in the chat says, uh, there's no guarantee at all that this trailer will actually reflect what the gameplay will be like. Um, Brendan follows that Help. up. Says it does look too good to be true, especially uh, since it's for the quest. Definitely a wait and see. And there were—I I will say—I think most of the discussion. I posted this trailer on the channel last night. Most of the discussion on the trailer in the comments has been, "Well, we shouldn't get too excited because this is also for the quest too." Um, and and I and I hate it. I hate saying that because because yeah, like uh, I think if this was a if unique to PC VR and, and, and PlayStation VR too, you know, I don't think we would be too far off. 
from these CGI trailers, we can see, see something that was pretty um, close to these when the game is all said and done. Um, but I don't know, as far as gameplay and as far as graphics, what the Quest 2 is capable of, um, you know, or, or what Skydance is capable of making the Quest 2 do. So this, it does make me a little bit nervous. I don't want to discount the game just because of that, but it does, I, I'm with you guys. I, I agree. I'm a little bit nervous because of that. It just it just looks like a real maturity of of the gaming space in VR, and um, I'm really really excited. Hellblade was the other IP I was thinking of as I was watching it in terms of the tone again, gritty. Um, yeah, can't wait. Yeah. Um. All right, man. Well, that brings us to one of our other main stories of the day. Uh, I'm gonna I'm just gonna bring up the article right here from The Verge. Uh, TheVerge.com posted a uh, some quotes from the Epic CEO, Tim Sweeney. And let's just bring that up right here. Right here. Is that... Ah, I don't know what's going on. That might be it. That might not be it. For whatever reason, OBS likes to make white backgrounds black and then makes things impossible to read. Um, yeah, like I said, impossible to read. Thanks, OBS. You're the best. Um well, let's uh, let's just let's just read the article real quick here, Miles. Um, <clears throat> uh, it says if you're waiting for Fortnite in VR, don't hold your breath. Epic Games has no plans to build it. CEO Tim Sweeney tells The Verge in our new interview. The reason Sweeney just doesn't think it'll work well. The thing we the thing that we do in Fortnite every day as gamers is run through an environment rapidly, and it's the kind of experience that involves intense motion and doesn't work well in VR. Agree or disagree, Miles? uh disagree <laughs> strongly i mean this is a conversation that's blown up on twitter uh th- in the last few hours um i know aj had shared the article earlier um i shared it i actually tagged uh tim sweeney in the actual article just where his name was and he responded to me uh which and is, he asked a very awesome by the way it was really nice uh, to um, see um... the ceo of one of the biggest gaming companies out there stop and go well, educate me. Right. Absolutely. And and it really took me by surprise. And um, he, he basically said, uh, I'll get it up here. He said to me, and he, he responded within five minutes. He said, is there a good VR game with fast shooter style player movement that doesn't induce widespread motion sickness? Now, this made me nervous because, as I mentioned earlier, I haven't really been active much on Twitter for many years, had it off my phone and stuff. And so usually when I tweet, actually recently I've started to get a bit more engagement as I've been more active, but no one, I I responded and I mentioned Alvo. And I know some of you are going to think that's not the best example that you could come back to a question like that with, but for me... You run, you jump, which a lot of VR games don't even let you do that much. You can, yeah, you you mount up onto walls, um, you can slide. Um, So I was thinking like, from a basic perspective, it's a fast fast moving game you know there's a lot of traversal um and i i felt and also you know indie developers if they've been able to achieve that that's great um but tim obviously massive ceo uh he was getting his um his question retweeted and liked loads i wasn't getting anything (laughs) and i thought have i missed something here has he just made a really obvious point no it, uh, no what it, no it, it that, shows his his tweet and i know you're probably going to say this anyway but i'm just going to interrupt you to show my support no, no. miles his yeah. his tweet 
and the response that his tweet got showed us just how far deep VR still is buried by the by the by the mainstream media, by by average gamers. They so many people still just don't care about VR or have misconceptions that need to be cleared up. Right. Because people have said, oh, it makes people motion sick. Oh, these games are just short tech demos up. Oh, this is all it is. And then they just went fucking silent, man, and just assumed that the things that were probably true six years ago are still true today. And that's obviously not the case. No, absolutely, Brian. Well said. Um, and and I, I would just encourage all game cats to get involved uh, in this discussion and, and to come at it in good spirit this yeah. is not because my worry when i shared this on our discord was i don't want this to be a pylon it's not about going f you tim sweeney you're wrong like i think this is a great opportunity am i saying that game cats we can make fortnite vr become a reality <laughs> well i'm not saying that we can't uh but i my point is that's not the objective of this conversation this is actually to have a convo between some of the biggest developers and actually, uh, Denny uh, Unger mm-hmm. from Cloudhead, he responded um, uh, an hour ago, and he said, Tim, if this is a real question, I would advise reaching out to a handful of OG VR developers that have deep insight into what causes vexion and the best strategies for dealing with it. We're here to talk with a heart. Uh, and he went, the short answer is that you won't find one that completely deals with the problem bottom to top. But a lot of that comes down to well-meaning devs not understanding the underlying issues or taking the, oh, there were, uh, 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 was it a climate? Uh, it's like a climatized approach, which is poison to the market. More to the point, some of us have spent the last 10 years in skunk works like projects trying to crack VR's uh, WASD, which is for what? Do you know what that means? Uh, WASD. WASD. Oh, trying to think what it's going to be. It's going to be something to do with sickness and that. There are solutions, but they require the right approach. Um, and and this conversation is is blowing up now. And so yeah, like I, I would say, get involved with this. Talk about the games. Talk about the games that have given you motion sickness as well. My personal experience with motion sickness, I've realised what it is for me. It's when I'm playing games where you're walking, but I'm playing it sat down. That, for some reason, doesn't compute. The first time I ever experienced PSVR was when I was at a gaming bar and I played Skyrim VR and I was doing it sat down and it just it didn't make me feel right. If there are games where I'm running about, I have to be stood up. I I don't know. That's just some psychology with me of of the association between moving at running. And if I'm in a driving game, I can do that sitting down. Again, it's the sort of association. But... There are sort of two things at, at play here. It's the hardware that's improving. PSVR 2, like the haptics in the headset, that's going to help with motion sickness. But it's also the, the, the game developers. Like we're learning about the whole point in VR is you're learning about the psychology of how the human brain works with perceptions. It's why you have uh, foveated rendering. It's why you've got eye tracking. Um, and um, yeah, <laughs> I, I, t- I said to Tim Sweeney, if you want to create a test, a test uh, of <laughs> Fortnite VR, and you need a test subject, yeah. put me in it, and I'll bring my own paper bag to vomit into. <laughs> yeah. It's it's just it's just getting so old, man. Like every single time you see a cool VR trailer, uh, or or somebody says somebody says, "Oh, hey, this would be great in VR." There's always some moron out there who who has to respond. Oh yeah, this is this sounds like it would be a total vomit fest in VR. I'm like, did you fucking play Rush of Blood, man? Like this this game that you play on on a fucking roller coaster? 
right? Like a, a light gun shooter that you play on a roller coaster um, didn't didn't make even the most motion sick prone of us motion sick. I remember that was the for, the first game that made Des go, oh, oh, I, I can totally handle movement when it's done well in VR, um, even intense mo- movement like Russia Blood offered. Um, so yeah, it's it's getting it's just getting really really old, uh, really tiring. Um, to keep having these conversations, keep having to tell people, no, no, like things have improved. Things are getting better and not everybody's, not everybody is susceptible to motion sickness. And also I'm a little bit disappointed that Sony hasn't gone to Tim Sweeney and been like, Hey dude, uh, PSVR two, we've got all these things, uh, you know, all these additions in the, in the tech has advanced far enough where, where we feel as though we're going to help solve motion sickness for a good percentage of people out there. Uh, let's talk about Fortnite, Right. And then show him a game like Sirento, which is the game that I I, I kind of chimed in on your tweet. Right. And uh, Sirento's right. got backflips and forward flips and triple jumps and wall running and all sorts of different crazy shit uh, that like should make everybody sick, but a lot of people were able to handle it. And uh, I don't. You and I play a lot of Fortnite, Miles. Uh, if if there's two people out there who, who in, two VR people out there uh, who would be able to chime in on this conversation and say. You know, would Fortnite VR really be testing the VR legs out there uh, of of the common VR gamer? I would say the answer is no. This isn't this isn't the game that's going to be testing people, right? There's there's there are far more difficult games to play out there uh, than than Fortnite, uh, even in first person. Man, we've we've got battle royales in first person. We've got Pop One over on Quest, uh, and that doesn't seem to make make anybody sick. And we've got all these other games over on PSVR with extreme locomotion. I mean, if, if Windlands doesn't make anybody sick, man, like really, you're worried about running and climbing and jumping. Come on. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. It's, it's totally fine. Um, so the, I just feel I'm just getting real tired of this, man. And I'm a little disappointed in Sony for having already not stepped in and said, listen, we need Fortnite over here on PSVR 2 uh, and let us show you what PSVR 2 is capable of so that some of these thoughts that you might be having about VR, we, we can put some of those to rest. It is worth noting um, that, you know, the article is him just saying there are no plans for it yet. Plans can happen very quickly in Epic Games. Sure. If I mean, that article literally could be sparking a conversation internally at Sony at the moment of like, oh, wow, we've, we've not made the case enough or, you know, um, we're not going to be the only people that are reacting that way to this. Um, and also just to relate to a couple of things that have been mentioned in the chat. So the WASD is actually what I thought, but I thought yeah. it was VR related. It's to do with the keys on the keyboard, you know, for W is forward, S is back, A left, D right. Um, so thank you for clarifying that. Um, but a lot of conversations about people's association with motion sickness. Um, a lot of people have said they realize that they have a similar uh, reaction that I do. I think it's like when it, I used to get car sick a lot when I was a kid. And uh, that's to do with the fact that, like, I got it when I was reading in the car. Mm-hmm. And it's because if you're reading... You're looking at something that's fixed in front of you, but your body is feeling the motion of something else. So it's that disconnect or, you know, in the corner of your eye, you're seeing something moving, but you're in a very still environment. So, um, yeah, there's there's a lot to it. Um, and I also find in some VR games, I can feel a bit of motion sickness coming on and I have to stop playing because if I, I can sometimes stick at it, but then if it gets really bad, I, I can't unlearn it. Whereas if it's a little bit and I go when I can come back, sometimes I can get over it. Um, but um, what was the um, uh, Mech Warrior football game? Um, I was going to call it, um Mech Warrior football game? Oh, Riggs. 
Riggs, Riggs, it was Riggs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, wow. So that 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 gave me, but I think that was to do with the fact that one of the controls was it it looks wherever you're looking, so you're controlling the Mech Warrior, but the whole head of the ship is just looking wherever you are, and that that did not play well for me. But that was also one of my first VR experiences. Um, yeah, yeah. I think I think my my big takeaway from this conversation, Miles, is that I think a lot of I think this is opening or paving the way for a lot of indie developers out there to do exactly what they did on PlayStation VR one. And that's make a name for themselves when the AAA studios just aren't fucking willing to, to, right. to, to, to go and do the thing we want them to do. Right. So many different studios were able to step in. Um, like first con, I don't know if first contact entertainment would have really had, uh, a business <laughs> they wouldn't have had a success successful game uh if 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 a lot of uh these flat screen first person military shooters uh kind of came in on the scene and, and said no, well here's your full-fledged game you know first contact comes in with firewall and fucking dominates right so so my question for for all, all of the developers out there who might be watching there's no developers watching miles we can say whatever we want um is is who's going to step in and, and make our big battle royale game for PSVR two when when Epic is scared that their game is going to cause motion sickness? Who, who's going to do that? So it's not going to be Big Box anymore because that studio was bought out by uh, by Meta. Um, so so who's going to step in? We don't have we don't have Pop One over here. We're gonna need we're gonna need something. Uh, somebody, somebody make a Fortnite clone and cash in big time. Well, it's also worth noting that Tim Sweeney has been liking a lot of the suggestions made. He liked yours, didn't he, Sorrento, when you tweeted it? Yeah. I mean, he he liked so, my tweet. He... Yeah. I, I'm not saying that's a fool. He's not there going, right, yeah, we're putting money behind Sorrento. But oh, like, right. Uh, yeah, no, Sorrento, yeah. sure. Well, if Sorrento yeah. can do it, then here's Fortnite VR. You're, yeah. Thank you, Brian, for, but, for but, clearing but, that up for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um, no, I mean, look, I think this is this could turn out to be a really good conversation. Um, so, um, yeah, I would just say everyone after the show, get involved in it. I'm seeing people already posting video footage of them playing and showing the experience. So this is kind of exciting. Um, but yeah, the, the reason I, you, you were saying that we both play Fortnite, I've always been very open. I've had like three titles that would be sort of dream next gen yeah. VR titles. It's destiny Two, Fortnite VR or, um, GTA online VR. But the, if I had to choose a, out of the three, Fortnite VR, hands down, just because I think it it has so much scope for VR, not just because of the main game, but the creative mode and all the things that you have with that. So, um, yeah. Those might be your three dream titles, but those are honestly the three games that would help propel VR into the mainstream. Those because they're uh, those are about as mainstream as mainstream gets, right? And I think I think the people who play those games would be very very interested in t- to discover a new way to play them. Um, so hopefully, again, hopefully somebody picks up the slack here. And, and hopefully, and, you know, luckily studios like Take-Two um, have already dabbled in VR a bit, right? They did the L.A. Noir the VR case files. That was on Steam VR. That was on PlayStation VR. Uh, and, and that was certainly them dipping their toes in the water. Um, so hopefully, hopefully all is not lost. Uh, we got a couple tips here. Uh, I'm going to do them backwards because uh, one is pertinent to this conversation and one is not but we're the game cat with the six euro says maybe he just uses motion sickness as an excuse and the real reason is uh vr is not profitable enough yet for epic which could also totally be true there's no doubt when you think of the scope that fortnite has and all the other titles they've got rocket league full guys um it when you're at that size it's about the margins 
and it's about scalability. And it's it's a fact, unfortunately, with any new industry, it's the indie developers that do all the ha- hard work to build the communities, to build the tech, to build the IPs, to show how it works. And then they get absorbed by bigger companies who then go, great, you've proved it. We have the money and the resources now. Let's let's do it. Yeah. And yeah, I, I would say it's a completely legitimate argument. It's not one that I'm you know, glad to sort of talk about, but Fortnite could leave it four years and then absolutely smash it. Um, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, Fortnite can afford to take the wait-and-see approach. They can absolutely, you know, do... They're, they're extremely successful at their, what they're doing right now. They make, like, a billion dollars a minute. And so I don't think they... Uh, they're, they're in no rush to, you know, divide up their user base and, and, and start risking their biggest IP in different ways. Um, but But also... Yeah, I don't know. It's just disappointing is all, I guess. Uh, hold on a second. Let me <laughs> hashtag the now skint game cat. That's going to please leave a comment somewhere with hashtag game cat so we can give you a shout out on the show. Uh, with the two quid says Apex Legends purely for the haptics with abilities. Um, mm. Yeah, I, yeah. I've never played Apex Legends. Um, that- I played it when it first came out and it, it, was, it was great. It was just one of these things of... Another great game that I'm just not going to invest my time in because you've got to choose something at the end of the day. But yeah, great, great shout. Um, okay, two more tips. <laughs> we haven't made any progress, and then we're going to do 20 questions. Keep uh, tipping, keep tipping. <laughs> Professor Lilith with the $5 tips says, Still debating this week's multiplayer. Join us after the Gamescast to see if Solaris Off-World Combat is still working. Is it? This is the second time I've, I've heard somebody wondering if Solaris servers were still online. I didn't hear anything about them shutting down. Usually that makes the rounds on, on the news channels. Um, so my, my bet would be that Solaris, despite the fact that no one's been playing it and no one's been playing it since even when it launched, uh, is probably still up and running. Uh, if you're not on our Discord, guys, don't forget to join our Discord because every Sunday, Professor Lilith runs our multiplayer meetup. Uh, and so there's a lot of games like Solaris that since day one, some people have owned and never been able to play multiplayer because the lobbies have always been dead, always been empty. This is your opportunity to like put those games that you probably already own to good use uh, and then join us for the uh, for our weekly Sunday multiplayer meetup. Uh, apparently, they're still trying to figure out what game is going to be this Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern, uh, but apparently also Solaris is in the running, uh, which would be good. I love Solaris. Hopefully, I'll be around Sunday. Uh Man Bear Pig Game Cat with the $2 tip says, according to Back to the Future 2, VR is the future. Uh, according to like anything sci-fi that we've ever seen in the last 40 years, uh, VR is the future. And I agree. Um, and then the the one I've been holding off on saying, uh, because <laughs> cause I feel like this is going to spark another conversation that I'm always a little bit nervous to get into. Uh, and that's that uh, Izzard with the two quid says, boost... Nope, let's try that again. Quest boosted VR, but is now holding it back. Um, I agree, man. I agree. I think that uh, that we VR would be in a really, really terrible position right now. Um, I, I, you know, I, I'd certainly say things about Quest. You know, in terms of like its power and in the in the, in the capabilities of its games. You know, you're you're dealing with a standalone headset with a cell phone processor and uh, and limited onboard storage, and uh, and so you're you are limited limited in the games that you can make and uh, and how good those games can look in the world and as and how big those worlds can be um and, and but i th- i do think that quest made 
an amazing impact on the VR world. I think there's more Quest 2s out there than any other headset probably combined. Uh, and so I think Quest was super, super, super important for the market. And and I actually don't, I, I don't even blame Quest for holding the market back. Uh, I blame PSVR 2 for not being out sooner. Because that is, I think, what's finally going to propel us into the future. And so, I, you know, this is kind of Sony's fault for not giving anyone an alternative. They, there should always be this cheap, convenient way to do anything. Anything, right? But you also need that alternative that gives you the premium, uh, over-the-top, amazing console experience. Uh, so I, I, I kind of blame Sony. I'm, I'm thrilled that Quest and Meta... Facebook, whatever you want to call them, got us to where we are today with more people interested in VR than ever. Now, now, now we need to step it forward. Um, I don't know. Hey, Miles. Hey, Brian. You want to play 20 questions? <gasps> Is it my turn again? No, it's, it's your turn to whoa, guess. It's your turn whoa, to guess. No, it's, no, it's crazy. No. Yep. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yep. All right. Finally, it's uh, it's my turn to host twenty questions, and you guys out there, yeah, get ready because actually, you know, I'm gonna, I'm going to bring up the I'm going to bring up the uh, the PlayStation Store listing because I want to make sure I have all of the questions. I don't want to AJ the fuck out of this man. I want to make sure that you have the answers you need, Miles. The second you ask them. I need help with all the game cats in the chat, so put your questions, and I might use them. I might not. That's right. Help, help Miles, man. He's going to need all the help he can get on this one. Yeah. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Why, why OBS? Why do you hate me so much? Is it, OBS is, like, unaware at all that we're doing a show. <laughs> the program is just like, <laughs> do you want to do, do... No? What about... How about... I'm going to update right now. Is that okay? And I'm like, no, OBS. Fucking stop it, dude. <laughs> okay. So, do... Where the hell is the clock? I found it. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Go. Does it have multiplayer? Uh, no. Single player. Um, <laughs> is it first person? Uh, yes. I don't know why I'd think about that. Um, are there puzzles? No. No puzzles. Does it use analog sticks? No. Move controller. Um. Is it? Is it a good game? Yeah, it's five. Good game. Um. Is the aesthetic Ooh. realistic? I would say yeah. That's what they're going for. Going realism. For realism. Yep. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, is it PSVR exclusive? It is not PlayStation VR exclusive. Um, <laughs> um, is it also playable on flat screen? No, no, it's not. No, no. Also, hashtag the now skint game cat says you AJ it more than AJ, Brian. Um, <laughs> first time watching? Or is it or did we find AJ's alt account? Uh it wouldn't be after the full because there's it's single player. Um 
Yeah, I was thinking about Wanderer. Uh, but there's no puzzles, it says, so no, it can't be that. Um, uh, are you predominantly shooting a weapon in this? No. No, nowhere. No. Um, do you drive a vehicle or control a vehicle? Nope, that's 10. No, ve- no vehicle. Um, um, man, just going to go through it all for everyone in the chat. So single player, first person, no puzzles, move controller. It's a good game. They've gone for realism. It's not a PSVR exclusive. Uh, it's VR only. Um, no weapons. Uh, or was that different to what I asked? I asked if it was shooting, right? You asked if it was uh, shooting, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is, is there combat in it? Yeah. Yeah, there is combat, okay. Um, is it predominantly using swords? Yeah. And is it predominantly involving a man or men? Predominantly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And if you put the two things together of, like, swords Mm -hmm. uh, and a man, so, like... I don't know. There must be a name for that song with that kind of role, like a a swordsman. Hmm. Would would a swords swordsman be in this game? That's that's a, a, a that's really tough to say. Uh, but I'm I'm gonna go out on a limb and say yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. This, this is so this, it's not this is the so this is the cringiest thing ever to watch right now, man. This is painful. So it's not it's. N- it's not Moss. Okay, it's not Moss. Yeah, and we've also eliminated... Is it Swords? We've also eliminated is it... Swordsman. Whoa, 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 whoa. Stop, no, no, I'm yeah. trying to say the name here. Yeah. Oh, oh. Is it Swordsman, Brian? Is it Swords of Gargantua? Is that what you're asking? <laughs> <laughs> it is Swordsman, Miles. It is Swordsman. Thank goodness. Doesn't matter how sure I am, I'm always nervous. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's, that's how the game is. I'm, I'm, it's, it's, there's, there's real stakes here, guys. Real stakes. Yeah, I mean, if if you if you die in twenty questions, you die in real life. That's it. It's a shame. It's a real shame. Uh, congratulations, Miles Swordsman VR, but released by Sin Studio, um, all the way back Love it. in the year of our Lord, twenty twenty, uh, September twenty fifth. He was the first to get. He was the first to get in the chat. Was it Looper, the Underground Game Cat, or was it said a bit? Earlier? I, I, I hate to say, it. I oh, no. was not paying attention to the chat. But congratulations to whoever. Yeah, Looper said it quite a few times. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say it was. And all the way back up. Yeah, Looper. Looper's the grand master of 20 questions. Always getting the games early, keeping track of all the games that we've played. Uh, very cool stuff. Very cool. Miles, it is time for us to end the show. Thank you so much for hanging out with me this very, very fine Friday evening. Um, catching up on all things Game Awards, PlayStation VR, PlayStation VR 2. It's been a pleasure to talk to you. Can I ask uh, what the hell is going on over on YouTube.com slash Miles? 
Yeah, well, I just wanted to say it's been it's been great, uh, despite being sleep deprived. Um, I didn't get back home from the Game Awards until like six a.m. and then I, even though I had today off work, I had some work to finish doing, so I was working this afternoon. Uh, I am definitely ready for bed. But in terms of my show, uh, YouTube.com forward slash Miles, uh, last week we were talking about artificial intelligence because there are two things that are taking the internet by storm at the moment. One is an app called Lenser that people may have seen where you upload 10 to 20 photos of yourself and then machine learning generates, depending on what you pay for, up to like 100, 200 different brand new photos of you in different art styles. It's phenomenal. But there are some ethical impl- implications, um, one of which being that some of the machine learning involves using artwork of artists that haven't consented to their work yeah, being used. I've seen that. Um, so... It, and there's other people that go, is oh, does this take the sort of the sacredness out of artwork? But then I remember when Instagram was first made, people were saying, oh, photography isn't sacred anymore. No, there's always a need for human uh, humans being creative, and um, it's just an evolution of technology. Um, and then we spoke a bit about OpenAI's new chat GPT, which is a chatbot um, that has just been released in the last week or two. If you haven't checked out already give it a go because i might actually talk about it on next wednesday's show it is a chat bot where you can pretty much ask it anything that require it's not connected to the internet um but i mean i'll give you a couple of examples i asked it and brian's gonna hate this i asked it as a test earlier to write an incredible an, an incredibly 10 out of 10 positive review for the game good dog bad dog and it did it in 30 seconds um I'll just read you the opening line, Brian. Good Dog, Bad Dog is an absolute masterpiece of a game. From the moment you start playing, you are immediately drawn into the world of dogs where you must use your cunning and quick reflexes to outsmart your opponent. Um, And then the final line is, in short, Good Dog, Bad Dog is a must-play game for anyone who loves dogs, strategy, or just plain fun. I give it a perfect 10 out of 10. Um, The worst part is I've seen this review on another YouTube channel. (laughs) 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 Who shall not Um, be named? No longer trusted by PSVR with that parole. But it has it has given me an idea for a, a game we could try sometime because the other thing, um, a game cat in Discord before I came on, um, you know haiku, haikus. I don't know if that is how it's pronounced, but it's the the, the free line poems. It's in it's very popular in we, Ghost of Tsushima. We know what haikus are, Miles. Yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> but I just asked to write a, a haiku for Death Stranding, and it goes. It literally did it in t- like two seconds. I went write a haiku for Death Stranding, and it went. In the ruins of Earth, the last survivors struggle on. Hope lies with the courier. It's like wow, bold man. Yeah. So I was thinking we could do a we could do a game where I get like five haikus for like PSVR games, and you've got to guess what the PSVR game is. Another time. Sorry, artists, your time is over. <laughs> <laughs> the world no longer needs you. I, well, here's I, one haiku I, for I a PSVR game. I definitely consider myself an artist, so. It has really interesting implications. So, look, this is something that's not going away. And in terms of how much this has blown up, mm-hmm. um, that the website, I mean, it's free to join and use. They want people using it because it's going to make it get better at learning. Um, but um, someone had tweeted, just to give some perspective of how much it's grown. So here's the time it took to reach a million users for each of these platforms. So to hit a million users... Netflix took three and a half years. Facebook did it in 10 months. 
Spotify did it in five months. Instagram did it in two and a half months. And ChatGPT, this AI bot, has done it in five days. It's hit a million. Uh, well, it's way over that now. It's because people. It's not exactly a fair comparison, right? Because uh, because some of those That's platforms true. are paid. Paid. That's true. That is true. But, Netflix is. Facebook, nah. Yeah. I mean, um, Instagram but, yeah. is probably the closest, right? It's like the. It's like just uh, here's some random thing I'm going to sign up for real quick and. Uh, yeah. Into eh, at least that was close. Yeah, and, and and signing up for things has never been easier because a lot of it you don't have to. You can just do sign in with your Google you account. Use, so use Facebook. Definitely... <laughs> yeah, oh, Facebook. He's, yeah. The Facebook button. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, it's really interesting, and um, uh, there's a lot of. I mean, just give it a go. But look, we'll do one of the PSVR games. One. So this was a haiku for a PSVR game. What is it, Brian? And game catch, you can guess as well. Oh, oh, this is this is fun. Okay, cool. Yeah. I, okay, let's go. We'll see. In the virtual world. Teams of mercenaries clash for control of the net. I mean, first, my first guess would be Firewall. It is Firewall, Brian. Well done. Okay. How about this one? So, a game cat asked for a really, really, like, uh, not as well-known VR game. Oh, actually, no, I'm not saying it because the first line of the haiku is the title of the game. <laughs> you probably could have snuck it past me. It was in the last labyrinth, trapped and alone, we search for hope escape or be lost you you probably could have snuck it by me if you didn't tell me that yeah, it was last library that's good yeah 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 nice all right last one and then we'll and then we'll wrap up ryan in the forest glade a small mouse sets out on a quest to save her uncle in suck tiny little mouse dicks <laughs> uh, i mean that's the first one that is that is moss book yeah. one yeah yeah nice yeah, it is. <sighs> anyway endless amounts of fun we're having here miles thank you so much <laughs> um Guys, thank you for hanging out with us on this on this lovely Friday evening. Um, and, uh, and and of course, you know, I, I there's so many people who who help me on a weekly basis. I want to make sure that nobody ever forgets uh, just how important to me all the moderators of this channel are. Um, they 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 help me continuously over on Discord over here, uh, just being sure that everything remains civil. We appreciate you so very much. I appreciate you, and I'm sure without even knowing it, everyone here appreciates you guys. Um, also, you know, Jay Meow, who puts this thing up on podcast services. Uh, also, uh, Sci-Fi Game Cat Henry, who's the one who adds timestamps to this. Uh, of course, you know, AJ and Wes and Miles, uh, who dedicate their time every single week to, to put on the best show that we possibly can. Stupid donkeys like tiny little mouse sticks. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> the, I mean, do you think, do you think mice have big horse sticks? It would just look uh, weird, man. T- tiny little mice have to have tiny little mice dicks. Mouse dicks. It's all about proportions. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, thank you, Miles. <laughs> thank you, everyone who hung out today. Thank you, everybody who donated in the chat. Uh, you know, keeping the lights on. Thank you, everybody who supports us on Patreon.com. Slash without Pearl Games. Thanks to everybody who helped Miles, especially Looper. And thank you, everybody who sat back and watched the show and said goddamn word. We know you're out there, and we love you just as much. Have a great weekend, everybody. Have a great weekend, Game Cats. Love you all. Much love. See you on Discord. <laughs> I love that there's a chat happening right now about, well, not all. Tiny little mice have tiny little mi- mice sticks. Like some mice are female. This, this is true.
Right, we it's got, it's got to go. And I th- and I thought I was sleep deprived. <laughs> I I feel sleep deprived right now, man. This is, something's very off, and something's been very off since the beginning of the show. Uh, but I I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I feel like it's been a really good show. We've got through a lot of stories. I, I gen- like emotionally. I don't feel like it's been a good show, but I, I know it has. Like, we've, we've, like I don't know. I just feel terrible, but it's because I'm sleep deprived mm-hmm. and like oh yeah. All right. Um, but I was good about. Go to bed. I'm gonna. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get out. Night night. Yep. Night night. Oh. No. Right. Gotta go play Fortnite. Okay. Behemoth. Behemoth. <laughs> Can you just say it one more time for me? <laughs> Behemoth. Love, Love it. 